Welcome to episode 7 of Storytelling. With the majority of children homeschooling in various locations across the world, some have been lucky enough to go back to school, some hadn't been away, and others still remain at home. Some families embrace this wholeheartedly, whilst others found the experience traumatic and now have a newfound respect for teachers. As an adult, and particularly during lockdown, you suddenly have the time to evaluate things that you may not have noticed previously, but this can sometimes lead into the slippery slope of overthinking. Take the humble fairy tale or folk tale story. I have come to the humble opinion that the majority of folk tales that we grew up with, after analysis as an adult, are gruesome tales that could traumatise the most vulnerable of minds. I mean, take Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood is a European fairy tale about a young girl and a big bad wolf. This story originates as far back as the 10th century and told in cultures around the world. Each version might be slightly different in terms of the ending. How familiar are you with this story? The earliest tale starts with a little country girl tasked to take a custard and some butter to her grandmother. In some stories it's an apple pie or a picnic. Along the way she encounters a wolf in the woods who had a great mind to eat her up but did not because of workers nearby. Instead he asks her questions to figure out where she was going and offers to race the little girl to the grandmother's house. The young girl gets distracted along the journey, causing the wolf to beat her to the grandmother's house. By the time Red arrives, the wolf has already eaten the grandmother and is posing as the old woman in her bed. When she arrives, she eventually notices the size of her grandmother's arms, legs, ears, eyes and teeth and remarks about how big each is. Red's last remark, Grandma, what great teeth you have, was her last, before the wolf responds with, That is to eat you up, and gobbles Red Riding Hood whole. In other versions, she is saved by a huntsman. Now, I have three main concerns about this story. Think about it. A young seven to eight-year-old girl walking through the woods on her own. If only they had the NSPCC in those days. For those not familiar, the NSPCC is a charity set up to protect children. Yet there are some of you who would dare to reminisce of playing freely without fear as a youngster. Come on, it's dangerous, even without the wolf. There are huntsmen, other wild animals and other dangers. Red is tasked with walking through a deep, dark, lonely wood on her own. Does anyone else have a problem with this? Then the next concern I have is that Red wasn't taught to never speak to strangers. You need to teach your children not to talk to strangers and reveal personal details about themselves. I know we live in an age of social media, so train yourselves and your children or younger members of your family to be stranger savvy. My final concern is that this wolf, he ate Red's grandma. How would you feel if someone ate a member of your family? She didn't even recognise that the wolf was posing as her grandma at first. Which begs the question, how close were they? Did Red's mum set this up to knock her own mother off for insurance reasons? The mum sent a young child to walk through the woods on her own. 
Was it really a coincidence that a wolf suddenly appears, then the girl's grandma gets eaten? Do we really understand the stories that we are reading to our children? This folktale had always, up until recently, been a firm favourite of mine. However, I just remained focused on a child having the most beautiful red hooded coat, and I grew up with the modern version of red being saved by a huntsman. I appreciate that you may think that I have overthought on this story that I now consider grim and sinister, but I would ask you to compare other similar folktales and come to your own conclusion, such as Goldilocks and the Three Bears, again in the woods on her own, going into a stranger's house and eating all their food, the Pied Piper, mesmerising children with his flute and taking them away from their homes into the woods, and Hansel and Gretel, again, a stint in the woods is involved. As an adult, I have learnt not to trust everyone, know your family and never send a young child to walk through the woods on their own. Don't worry, I haven't turned into an adult Grinch. I still like fairy tales. I will probably start with a disclaimer before telling or reading any. And yes, even to a child such as, the story in this book is fictitious and in nowhere will happen in real life. However, it contains important life lessons from which we can learn. Any variation in vocal variety is to enhance enjoyment of said story. And this is read with much love. Do not be afraid. However, please feel free to hide underneath the covers where necessary. Now, a mouse took a stroll through the deep, dark wood. This is from the Gruffalo, a modern-day fairy tale. At least this time, a child was not involved. A big thank you to all the teachers out there and all the future teachers in the making.